At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two here on a Thursday primetime action on Visa and Matt Brown. Amal Shaw in on the desk today. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Gil will be back next week with us here. Kelly, let's run through the scores and figure out if anybody's winning any bets out there. Yeah, we got the Celtics leading the Knicks right now. 25 to 18, second quarter just getting started. Celtics, a live five and a half point favorite, 198 and a half, your live total. Over on the ice, we've got a few games in action. Penguins lead the Flyers 3 to nothing at the end of the first. If you wanted to get in live on this game, uh, you can get the Flyers at 12 to 1. Six and a half is your live total, juiced to the over. Sharks up on the Sabres 3 nothing at the end of the first. Sabres are 8 to 1 live if you wanted to hop in on that side. Seven and a half the live total, shaded to the under. Uh, Blue Jackets, Devils tied at 1, end of 1. Devils minus 150 live. Blue Jackets plus 120. Six and a half your live total. Wild lead the Bruins two to one at the end of one. Wild minus 160. Bruins plus 130. Seven and a half your live total. And Flames and Lightning scoreless at the end of the first period. The Lightning minus 200 live. Flames plus 165. Four and a half the live total over in college basketball. Uh, A couple games in action, uh, including top 25 teams. Ohio State. At Indiana, Indiana leads this one at the half, 33-30. to 30. Not seeing live numbers up on that game right now. And Maryland up on Illinois, 34-30. to 30. Also at the half, Illinois, three-and-a-half-point live favorite, 139, the live total. So we didn't get to the coach of the year last segment because we're listening. We're talking some tennis, a lot to talk about there, trying to give you guys some, some insight into what we're going to be doing. Um, let's talk NFL coach of the year. I mean, it's pretty much down to, I would guess three guys at this point. Maybe it's, maybe you can make a case for some of these other guys out there, but it's pretty much Taylor LaFleur and Vrabel. Bill Belichick was once right up there. He is now finds himself at 25 to one Sirianni, 35 to one McVay, 40 to one. So it really comes down to Taylor. LaFleur and Vrabel, Vrabel 3-1, to LaFleur plus 175, and then Zach Taylor at plus 150. So here's the thing, Amal. We know that Cincinnati's going to be sitting players this week. We know that there is very little incentive for Green Bay to blow anybody out. I mean, they're just going to try to get some guys some reps out there or whatever. They've locked up the number one seed. And Tennessee has everything left to play for to hold on to that number one seed. So 
Is there at least a little bit of value here in Vrabel considering his team's the only one that really is going to well, – it has to go out there and play and has to go out there and perform this week? No, you make a good point on this team, but I'm going to tell you what. To me, this should not even be – this should be off the board. It should be Zach Taylor all day. <laughs> no, the reality is how the hell is Matt LaFleur on this list, okay? The Green Bay Packers were 13-3 and three last year. What's their record this year, Kelly? 13-3. Okay. Yeah, great job, LaFleur. Drastic improvement. <laughs> Same place. They still have Aaron Rodgers? Oh, they do, yes. Zach Taylor took a team last year that struggled immensely. Four wins. Oh, they did have a tie. So let's give them credit for four and a half. Four, 11, and one. And now they're in the postseason. They win their division. Matt, to me, I don't yeah. even understand how this is a conversation. Vrabel's done a tremendous job. Remember last year, Tennessee went 11-5. and five. Yes, Derrick Henry did get hurt, but Tannehill's a big-money quarterback. It's not like you're, you're doing it with Ben Roethlisberger at the age of 37-38 here. So I, I just don't understand this. I, I think it's Zach Taylor. And if you have an opportunity to still bet him at plus 150, I would absolutely unload the clip on this. You can find him talking college basketball over on ESPN. You can find him on Daily Wager over there on ESPN. You can find him on the Twitter machine, at Dallin Cuff. And guess what? It is, in fact, Dallin Cuff with us right now. Dallin, thanks for joining us, my man. Matt, I'm all good to be on with you guys. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. So, first and foremost, anything uh, going on right now that you had your eye on or had a ticket in your account? Yeah, Ohio State money line at Indiana. Uh, got a good price. I think it's, you know, I think they ended up on about three, three and a half to Indiana in this game. But I like Ohio State's team. Uh, big shot just made there by EJ Liddell. Trace Jackson Davis has been really good. They're two of the best bigs in the, in the country. Uh, Davis won that first half. We'll see if Liddell can have a better second half along with Zed Key. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to line Ohio State right now. There's a bunch of games tonight, nothing I'm really loving. I like the the, the uh, SMU Cincinnati under. I had under 144. That game tips at 930 on ESPN. Um, but a lot of games. But the COVID stuff, guys, is really causing just havoc. And Thursday night's usually a Pac-12 West Coast Conference heavy type night. And both those conferences have been decimated. And it's hard to play those games right now when teams have been off. I mean, USC hasn't played since December 18th. That's, that's, it's hard to figure things out right now. Down, you bring up an excellent point about the longevity in teams or teams being off, and it's going to be a concern. Like you're playing the Cincinnati game, I think defensively they bounced back. I don't think Tulane missed a shot in the first half of that game. Uh, they did play better in the second half defensively, but still some question marks there. SMU, to me, uh, just creates too many live ball turnovers in situations. I know they've gotten off to a fast start, but it's against a bit of a weaker schedule. But the game mm -hmm. I want to go to is tonight uh, in the Big Ten, uh, Wisconsin hosting Iowa. Iowa's a different team when you get them away from Iowa City. I took Wisconsin in the overnight down at two and a half now up to three in some places even three and a half. I love the way Badgers are playing. Brad Davison, the only uh, player in college basketball history with an AARP card, but it's Johnny Davis making noise up there. I mean, yeah, it was Johnny Davis guys. First of all, Johnny Davis and Keegan Murray. These may be two of the two best wing players in the country that nobody knows their names. Yeah. They could. I mean, Murray's probably going to be a top ten pick. Johnny may be playing his way into that. I mean, he had thirty seven against Purdue. He had thirty earlier this year against Houston. Now Houston's one of the best defensive teams in the country. Put those type of numbers up. Keegan Murray is an absolute pogo stick. Knocking down shots, scoring 25 a game. But you are right. When Iowa goes away from home, it's concerning in terms of them being able to win the game. Uh, I'm still contemplating. I'm probably going to go over in this game. I think right now it's around 144, 145, I believe I saw. Um, I know Ken Palm's projections has this as a 151 game. I am concerned with the Hawkeyes making shots away from home and the pace. Obviously, Wisconsin isn't as slow as they've been in years past, but they still will want to play it slower. And it's easier to slow down a game than speed a game up. And the Hawkeyes like to play a little quicker. And Wisconsin's been very efficient making shots. So, I'm I'm not I'm not full all in on Wisconsin yet. I love Johnny Davis, but if you can slow him down, that team can struggle to score at times, and that will be the difference here. Iowa, though, defensively has not been that great, not bad, better than the years past. But that'll be an interesting matchup with Murray uh, and Davis. But overall, I think I'm going to look at the over. If I'm going to make a play here, 
in terms of the number. I would lean to Wisconsin winning at home, being able to cover if it's three. If it gets to four, I think you guys are saying three right now. I saw three and a half earlier. Anything above that, I wouldn't play yeah, I tend to agree with you. That number gets a little bit too high, especially with the way Wisconsin style and tempo is absolutely right on that. Down, I want to go big picture in a couple of leagues right now. ACC really struggling outside of Duke. Yeah. Miami uh, yesterday with a great comfort behind win. Syracuse playing no defense. Who do you look at as being a potential up-and-comer in this league? I think Wake Forest quietly doing a nice job. A couple of tough road losses at Louisville and Miami, but love the way they dismantled uh, Leonard Hamilton's team, which is not quite the same as they've been in years past. Yeah. I love what Coach Ham has built down there in Florida State, but you just said it all. This is not a Florida State team we've seen in the last two, three, four, five years. This team has to rely on turning teams over. When they play high majors, they have not turned teams over, and they've lost those games. Offensively, they are more limited than they've been before. They used to have, whether it was Patrick Williams or Jonathan Isaac or Michael Beasley or MJ Walker, they had a stud, but they still went 10 deep. They are lacking that stud. Devin Bissell emerged in that a couple years ago. They've had dudes that could step up and make the plays. Obviously, Scotty Barnes last year. At key times, they don't really have that. And the guys like Anthony Polite and Malik Wasmer thought were any better. So that said, Wake is good, but they are untested. They're those two road those road losses, I think, were more who they really are. They're going to be a team if they can get to, you know, 11 and 9, 12 and 8 in the ACC in a down ACC. That's great for Steve Forbes in year two with a bunch of transfers. Alondis Williams is playing at an All-American level. He may be third-team All-American. He's playing at that level, but for them to go on the road and win games with this team right now, I'm not convinced they can do it. Your question about the ACC. Guys, this may be looking at three or four teams in the NCAA tournament. I mean, this is how down the conference is right now. Um, North Carolina is a team I still believe in talent-wise. Armando Baycott is a beast in the interior. Their love, their Caleb Love and R.J. Davis, their guards have gotten better from freshman to sophomore year. Davis was great last night against Notre Dame despite a loss. They just lack leadership, man. They, they, I mean, they need somebody at times like, like one of the three stooges to clunk some dudes' heads together and wake some guys up, and nobody does that. They'll just kind of meander through games. You saw that at Kentucky. They got embarrassed in that game. Last night at Notre Dame, who's bringing them together? And they don't really have that voice. Brady Manick, when I'm here talking to guys, is that, but he's really quiet. When he speaks, they listen. They need somebody to lead that team because they have the pieces talent-wise. They have some depth at different positions, but they've got to get it together. They got to get it together and have a team spirit and an identity in terms of toughness and physicality and belief, which they don't really have, but they have the talent. So if they ever put it together, they could be good. But overall, this conference is, is really, really down, given historically where it's been. The last couple of years have been rough, and this might be the roughest of them. D.C., completely agree with you on your assessment of North Carolina. You look at the three losses previous to last night. Got blown out. Only nine by Purdue, but, you know, they got dismantled by Kentucky, as we saw earlier. And there was another loss in there. I forgot who was against better teams. Tennessee. They, Tennessee. Yeah, exactly. They, they got crushed by them. But want to go to the SEC. Speaking of Tennessee, love them defensively. We know Rick Barnes is going to defend you. But they can't shoot the ball. This is not the first time we're seeing this with this team. I still think Big Blue is the team to beat in this league. I love the way they're playing. There are three transfers, Wheeler, uh, Grady, and, of course, uh, Oscar Tashibwe. I mean, this guy's probably rebounding, even missed shots in other games, and he's not even playing it. Yeah, he had 28 in that game earlier this year. That's more rebounds than I had in my career. I think he had in one game. I mean, <laughs> the dude, the dude's an absolute beast. Uh, but you just had it up there. The team I'm going all in on the SEC is Auburn, man. And if it's 30 to one right now, go buy that ticket for an hour. Put put a little sprinkle. I'm not saying go too aggressive, but throw a little in there because it's Jabari Smith is going to get the headlines because he is he may be the number one pick in the draft. But they got dudes, man. Walker Kessler, the kid that came from North Carolina, each week he has gotten better and more comfortable. He had a triple-double their day in blocks. He had 14 points, 11 blocks in that LSU game. Uh, he was dominant again in their win against South Carolina. So those two emerging with Walker Kessler anchoring a defense, allows them to press out on you in the half court, allows you what Bruce Pearl wants to do, speed guys up, but have an anchor back there to clean up a lot of mistakes, erase a lot of mistakes. And they've got guys that can make shots. They get you up and down. They make you uncomfortable. So I love Auburn in that conference. But that conference is, I would say, the most difficult in the country. 
The Big 12 is brutal. The Big East is brutal. But the SEC, the depth and the talent on some of those teams, especially in the top end, is really high level. Completely agree with you, Matt. That's why we got to go Ivy League. We get this type of insight. You can't get this from state school guys like yourself and myself. Dallin, we only got about 20 seconds left, so I won't hold your feet to the fire on this if you if you come back and, and visit us in a couple of weeks. But if you had to play somebody right now, who's going to win the whole thing? Oh, God. There, there's like 15 teams. I, I would say Baylor, Baylor, Baylor is the leader in the clubhouse because I think they, they defend. They've done it before, and those guys are merged into new roles that they're all comfortable in. I put it on Baylor. Find him on Twitter at Dallin Cuff. You can find him also over on ESPN and on Daily Wager. Dallin, thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Have a good one, fellas. Thank you. You? You? Uh, Who wins it all? Arizona is a long shot at 18-1. to There it is. Amal Shaw on his. We're going to check in on some golf, some scores, everything like that. Primetime action here on Beeson. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of the shows on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, download, and listen on your schedule, vsin.com slash podcast. Get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we have Hardwood Handicappers, Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They are all free and available at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Kelly, where do you get your podcast? Everywhere. Anywhere. Apple Music. Apple. Yeah, I, don't, I thought you said Apple part, Bees. Apple, Apple Music? For the most part, yeah. Mine's, on, mine's just a little podcasting app on the iPhone. I, I don't even know what's that, what that's yeah, called. Yeah, that too, I guess. I, I, I have some on there. Like I'm, not, just, I'm not a huge podcast guy, though. I'll admit it. No. You don't have any go-tos? No, not, no. Mm, interesting. I'll dabble once in a while, but nothing that I, li- I listen you podcast? to religiously. Uh, I'm glad you asked him that question because my response is, where do you go? I go. I was going to say, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't You don't consume any podcast out there? Amal? No. I, I'm one of the few people that still talks on the phone. I'm, I'm a, I, if I, my phone's near me, it's a, probably because I'm on it. I listen, to, I listen to a few. There's some good – there's some pretty quality, pretty quality content out there. I typically try to do it for the uh, – for the sports that I'm not necessarily ingrained in, if I'm going to start dabbling on some stuff, good little primers and things. What's your like favorite that. hockey podcast? Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know me. 
Uh, do we have a hockey podcast? Whatever Andy McNeil is, do we? Ha- does he have one? Uh, he probably doesn't. He, no, no, he, but he does the YouTube show on Tuesdays. Andy McNeil's YouTube show yeah. then is my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Yes, there you go. Good yes. answer. So there we go. Uh, Andy McNeil's YouTube show is my favorite hockey podcast that I've listened to never, never times. This reminds me of like. In the late 90s when everybody was trying to come up with their tech idea after the boom and they were coming up with it. So it's like such a saturated market now. How do you determine which podcast you want to listen to? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's so many of them. I'm with you, Mo. I'm with you. Everybody's got one, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. It's actually easier to find out who doesn't have one. <laughs> it's That is where, that is certainly where the cream rises to the, to the top, right? Like, I mean, it's like one of those things where you... you because the market is so saturated now, if yours is terrible, then people, there's no way they're going to listen to it because they have nine bazillion other other options out there. You're, you're right about that. Absolutely. And again, we don't, you can't get our show on podcasts because we do stuff that's, you know, more current and whatever. It says all the shows, but it's not. You, you get your show. Can. Your show is on podcast. You actually can, Matt. I, yeah, I dug into this more. Yeah, we, we're, we're on there. We are? Yeah. They just didn't list us. I don't. I don't really. Oh, know. we're the B squad on this no, thing. No, we're no, not. No. We don't. We're not good enough to make no, a read. Our, our points are still valid, though, Matt. Because like, why would you like? Hey, I, hey, if you want to go back and listen to segments of our show, please do. I would love you to. But a lot of our stuff is wow. like in game and previewing games coming up. It ain't gonna apply very very often. Beating the book, market insights, hardwood handicap, Lombardi line, follow the money, coast to coast. To. Uh, they, didn't list, action. they didn't list either one of odds on anyone on our show. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't list our shows on this read. Amal, I'm going to change this read when I'm I appreciate it. I'm going to put your show. I'm going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to put your show and I'm going to change the read tomorrow and I'm going to put your show on it. So there we go. Odds on as you're going to, uh, you're going to listen to that. Um, so I was looking at these NFL lines and some of these things have started to move just a little bit based off some of the news that is coming out. Again, we had seen this, especially these Saturday games. So now this one I didn't really get in front of Kelly and this was something I just really really missed why the Chiefs went to 11 and a half. I didn't, I didn't see a reason why they went to 11 and a half today on anything. I saw, I mean, the Broncos got back players today, like Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Bradley Chubb all came back off of the COVID list. So I don't know why this thing went to 11, 11 and a half. Yeah, it is anywhere between 10 and a half and 11 and a half. And I'm, uh, I'm with you. I think the only, the only real news I saw today is that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will not be playing. Yeah. So I, I don't really know how that moves the number that much. And, and then, and then, and then, a two-point move on this uh, on this Cowboys game as well. Uh, the Cowboys and the Eagles for for Saturday. I mean, this was, was way down, then ballooned way up whenever we figured out that the, the Eagles weren't going to play a ton of guys, and then now it's fallen two points back to this kind of dead zone five here. You know, I know Dallas still has a possibility technically to move up to the two if the Rams lose and Buccaneers and them win, but I don't know. If I'm Dallas, I'm approaching this week like a bye week. Yeah. I, I, I don't see, okay, you move up to the two. The reality of it is, at the end of the day, if you're going to get to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to beat some opponents. And whether it's at home or away, obviously easier at home. But I think getting that one extra week of health, we see it, Matt, throughout the regular season. Teams, when their players are rested in that additional mm-hmm. week against an opponent who's coming off of a tough game, I think it tends to be an advantage. You've got Tyron Smith, who did get moved to the COVID list. Micah Parsons, we talked about yesterday, got moved to the COVID list. So maybe that contributes a little bit to this number falling. Maybe this also is just guys trying to get out in front of this. Again, we talked about these people just anticipating what these teams are going to do. This is a meaningless game. This is a meaningless game for this Cowboys team. What would you, in a million years, trot out starters for that could possibly again? You already lost Gallup for the season, so now you're you're what you was a super big strength of having this trio of wide receivers is now down to a duo. 
Why would you even put Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb out there to take five snaps? I don't even understand. I agree with you completely. And think about this from a defensive player standpoint for the Eagles, a guy who probably doesn't play that much. Here's an opportunity to showcase mm -hmm. yourself. You're coming in hard against these guys. A lot of the Cowboys players are going through the motions. The one thing we know of in sports, it is hard to really get up for certain types of games when you know there's just nothing to play for. There's a reason why, if you look at last year's final week of the season, some of these games had 30 points mm -hmm. by each opponent. And so uh, I think that's something you have to concern yourself with when you go into this match. I think that is a, a, a great point here. It's like, where are you going to get the max effort? It's from the second and third stringers yeah. who are like trying to get another contract for next yeah, year or, or impress another team. These starters that go, I'm out here doing this for absolutely nothing. I mean, like, what, what are we even doing? Why would I take snaps here risking my injury and not being able to play in the playoffs? Yeah, you're going to get, you probably get, you know, a half effort out of those guys. So if anything, you kind of take some of these, these other guys. So the, the Vikings number now has, um, that thing swelled up to five and a half in favor of the Vikings. Of course, the news coming out that Justin Fields placed on the COVID list. I don't think Justin Fields is worth two points, but yeah. maybe Justin Fields is worth two points. I don't really get it. I mean, look, he's been fine, but he has not been two points better than any replacement level quarterback. I, I actually would look at the line the other way, and, and that's why I think it came down a little bit, actually. I think the fact that you've got, what, Dalton or uh, Fol Nick Folk getting the stock. I mean, not Nick Folk, uh, who's Foles. the quarterback? Uh, yeah, Foles getting the start there. So I think that's one of the reasons. But you're right on uh, Justin Fields still. It's going to be interesting to see. By the way, rumor Jim Harbaugh potentially to the Bears or to the Raiders. It really comes down to how does he evaluate Justin Fields? Does he think a guy you can, you can win with him? Mm -hmm. My problem with Fields is he can make eight out of ten throws. There are two throws in that sequence of ten that are errant. They're not accurate. And at this level, you've got accuracy to me is the singular most important thing. Yeah, oh no, for for sure. And I, I'm I'm interested to see what goes on here. Again, a, a game that most likely we are going to see both coaches fired after the end of this game as this. Kelly, we do two, teaser Tuesday. We didn't really have a lot that we liked on the list, but the more I kind of dig in to this Washington versus the Giants game and the more that of this ridiculous nonsense that keeps coming out of the Giants building and all of that. I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to find a dance partner for it, so <laughs> I, it might not be able to, to make a card for me. But, yeah. boy, this Giants team, some of the ridiculousness that is coming out of that organization and some of the stuff that's getting said, Washington at least – Look, they don't have a ton of talent, but at least they have put forth a really good effort every time they've stepped on the field this year. Now they've been ravaged by injuries and COVID situations and backup quarterbacks and all the different things like that. But, I mean, getting them down to one to just win this game against the Giants, I think is like, I, yeah. I would I would bet them to win this game. I, sure. I don't hate that either. It's just, it's just it's it's a lot of what we talked about on Tuesday, right? It's it's really it's being confident in two sides, right? Yeah. It's, it, I mean, that's what you need for a teaser, and I don't that that's that would be tough for me this week. I mean, unless the the only one I really liked was getting on the Browns at the time we looked at it, but that number's long gone, obviously. Um, it's, I haven't really looked at these numbers since Tuesday. I'm actually I'm pretty shocked how much some of these have moved. I wouldn't want any part of this game. If I'm betting any games this weekend except a total over in a matchup like this, I'm looking at games where one of the teams has playoff implications. It is really hard to bet on teams that have nothing to play for. You know, think about your guy, Matt Flynn from LSU, right? He made all his money on one game at, at this situation. Week 17 against the Detroit Lions, goes out and throws against that Lions secondary, puts up great numbers. I'm just not sure what you're going to get. Sometimes the best play is one not made. I look at, yeah, I mean, Kelly, some of these numbers really have been on the move here, you know, over the, the course of the week. And it is, you know, now we see 
the the Ravens ballooned up to now a five-point favorite in that game over the Steelers, even though it does not look like Lamar Jackson is going to go, but on the news that, that, that Deontay Johnson gets moved to the COVID list for the Steelers, likely not to go. We've seen this is easily the week with the lowest totals consensus across the board of all the games that we've seen in the NFL in probably two years. We haven't seen consistently everything being 43 or lower, you know, in, yeah. I mean, this is like in whatever, 12 of these games this week, everything's 43 or lower, which you just, we just haven't seen in the NFL in a couple of years. No, you're absolutely right. It's such a low total, but remember Steelers technically they have, if everything breaks properly, they could technically get into the postseason with a victory here. But again, don't have much interest in this game either. Yeah, I think maybe I'll dig into some of these totals and just see like you're talking. About. I mean, maybe some of these teams just go out there and it's a it's a YOLO fest, right? It's it's like maybe these <laughs> low totals are kind of out of whack because it's just like, eh, all right, well, we're just gonna you know we're gonna huck it 55 times in this game, and if we throw it to the other team and they run it back in the end zone, then so be it. We'll just huck it again, huck it again, and huck it again, and maybe there's something like that. So maybe we'll look into to some overs this week on these super low totals. We are going to do what we did with the NFL, but we're going to do it with the NBA. We're going to power rank those futures as well right here. It is primetime action on VEASAN. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. We have a fairly new prop tracker now available at VEASAN.com for, for you to keep up your NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com. Get the current odds as well as a movement on each of the MVP, head coach, rookie of the year markets so you can find the best value. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. You were tardy on that one, too. I was right on time on that one. You just weren't expecting it. You were tardy on that one. As well, but uh, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's take a look at some of these scores. We we got a halftime right now in Boston. Is there any is there any lean here on any sort of end game with this type of uh, score? No, not really. Sixty three forty seven Celtics lead it at the half. I I was eyeing them pregame, but just kind of stayed away since it was a back to back for them. Um, so I I don't I really have no interest in the Knicks side in this game. What's the second half number here? Uh, live, it's Knicks plus 13 and a half, 215 and a half. I, I would take the bricks all day in the second half. Second half, uh, yeah, so Knicks two and a half in the second. Knicks 41% from the floor. Boston's 56%. You got a 16-point spread here. You're catching 13 and a half. I expect them to make a bit of a push in this game. Uh, I think it's too big of a number right now at 13 and, and a half. And, and Boston nearly made half their threes as well, 48% from, from downtown in that one. So we do have that at least to kind of – to kind of look at. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That, that next number is at least relatively appealing. Kelly, you uh, you did not end up getting in on the Pelicans? No, I did. I did. They are uh, trailing right now 19 to 15, a minute 15 left in the first quarter. Warriors, one and a half point live favorite, 197 and a half. The live total. Grizzlies all over the Pistons here, 30 to 12. A minute left in the first quarter. Great Grizzlies, 20 and a half point live favorites, 210 and a half. The live total over on the ice. We got a bunch of games in progress. The Penguins up on the Flyers, 3 to 1, 40 seconds left uh, in the second period. The Penguins, you can lay two and a half goals, minus 155, catch plus two and a half on the Flyers, plus 125. Live total, six and a half. Uh, Juice slightly to the under. Sharks up on the Sabres, three to one, a minute thirty and left in the second period. Sabres plus six twenty-five live. If you want to go on the money line, six and a half is your live total. Blue Jackets, Devils, one apiece, two minutes remaining in the second period. 
Devils minus 145 live. Blue Jackets plus 115. Four and a half. Your live total shaded to the over. Wild up on the Bruins. Two to one. Eight and a half minutes left in the second period. Wild minus 200. Bruins plus 165. Six and a half the total. And the Lightning have a one nothing lead over the Flames. Five minutes left in the second period. No live numbers out on that game right now. Over in college ball. Indiana up on Ohio State, 51-45, 8-25 remaining in that game. And Illinois up on Maryland, 57-50, nine and a half minutes left in that one. Illinois, nine and a half point live favorite, 144.5, the live total. Let's take a look at our power rankings here for the NBA Finals right now. So, again, same deal as we did earlier in the show with the NFL. If we had three $100 bets that we were going to put down for the futures market to win the NBA championship, where would we put those three $100 bets? And for me, I'll kick things off here. The Nuggets at 30 to 1. It's, I, I, want a, I want one long shot, right, in, in, my, in my account if I'm making three of these $100 bets. And so uh, uh, the Nuggets at 30 to 1. Listen, they're getting Jamal Murray back. Now, when that is, is still a little, bit, a little bit up in the air. We've heard as early as the beginning of February. We've heard as late as the beginning of March. So that's a pretty big it's a pretty big gap in between a lot of games to be played. So, you know, we'll see when he actually makes it back out on the court. But, Kelly, this Nuggets team, whenever you take a look at them, it's really the problem is the reason I like Murray coming back here. It's it's not what they're doing when they have their guys out on the court. It's when Jokic is off the court, they just get destroyed by every yeah. team. Like, like, so they just need if, when, if Murray can come back and they can move one of these guys that they've had to move back into the starting lineup into the second team to give them just a little bit of balance in their second team. So that whenever Jokic comes off the court, they're not just getting destroyed by every one of these teams that they play. I think there is some upside here for, at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 